when it goes. That's why um, I like to usually drink a little more because I get real stupid early and I like it. You get confident. That's a better I way like to put it. it. I like it. I it's like not, it. It's not that you're you're drinking and becoming stupid. You're becoming confident. I guess we'll go ahead and jump right in. Weekend Travis it is episode 76, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. New studio, who dis? New studio, who dis? Well, it's, it's, it's still a work in progress. We're getting there, folks, as you can tell. We got some new stuff. Though. Got some new stuff. You check out our Instagram. I did a quick little video of that. You can see the the new stuff. New stuff. The newness. We gotta get it. We're gonna get a new table. We got all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. happening here. Me and B Money are gonna do a trip to IKEA. Oh, it's together. gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. We're gonna register like we're a you know <laughs> a couple waiting to get married. Should we like start something on our page though? Maybe we can get a GoFundMe Ooh. to donate to our table. We're gonna start an, an OnlyFans page. <laughs> no. Uh, so we can try. I'm digressing that. a little bit here, but yeah, we're looking for a white table, newer chairs. It's gonna. We're getting it all together. We're slowly but surely after two years. It's only getting took it us together. about two years. It's about two years. Actually, we only have 75 episodes, so so it's yeah, like a year. We and missed half. a few weeks. There was a covid thing we there was a travel talk stuff about we those weeks well it seems to me that that stuff is in the rearview mirror for the world as all these regulations come down we'll get there we don't need to be shadow banned right from the start of the episode sure. weekend trap episode sure. 76 thank you to our media partners uh if enterprises Gulfstream financial and th boxing but weekend trap i could talk all day yes, long sir. but the folks listening at home the tens and tens of followers we have want to hear the the fallout thoughts from Errol Spence taking on Jordanis Ugas over the weekend with Errol Spence taking home the 10th round TKO victory. Tell me about it. Tell me why, what's why next. Why has it got to be fallout? There was no fallout. There was some fall in. It was awesome. It All was right. literally awesome. And we got I got to give you credit off the bat. Mm. B-Money placed a bet. B money, mm-hmm. we're texting back and forth, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I wish you could have won a couple rounds because then my bet would have been right." I was like, "What do you mean? It was the tenth round." And he goes, "Wait, what? I picked the tenth round." I was like, "No, you didn't." He sends me his bet slip. He picked the tenth round yeah. and pretty much paid for our liquor for the next couple of episodes, which works, you know. In in, in typical gambling fashion, weekend Trav, I look at it and I'm like, "Why didn't I put more? <laughs> Why didn't I put more?" Because I show I chose uh, Errol Spence taking uh, taking him down in the tenth round. It was, uh, I think, like a, a mine. Oh, what was it? Sixteen hundred. I mean, I was like, yeah. I bet ten bucks and made one hundred sixty bucks. So not bad. Not bad. Not bad for for all, in a day's work. Anytime you I, take money from the bookies, I'm happy. Well, I think I more or less just took your money. This right? is probably true because I bet eighty on Ugas winning <laughs> and twenty on a draw, and I lost it. The odds were good, uh, yeah. And I think everybody who knows anything about boxing was like, you know what, Ugas is a live underdog. And he gave me some vibes like the Cambosis versus Lopez fight. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw 100 bucks at it. Well, listen, to getting right into the match, the first couple of rounds, he was definitely in it. I mean, they were kind of going back and forth. It was almost, yep. you know, Spence would have went around, then Ugas would went around. And, and they kept going back and forth a bit. It was a very interesting yeah. fight throughout until we saw the injury happen. So just walk us through from your perspective as a boxer, as also, so put the boxer hat on, but then also give me the uh, the coach hat on if you're in the corner of Ugas. Yeah. Kind of walk me through the progression of that fight through the end. I think early on it was, it was a close competitive fight, but I still only gave Ugas one round 
I think through five. I only gave him one round, but very competitive. But then the sixth round, he had a big round. He ended up knocked uh, Earl, Earl Spence's mouthpiece out, mm-hmm. rocked him, knocked him against the ropes. And I think the referee missed one there, Lawrence Cole, because when he fell into the ropes and the ropes caught him and held him up legally, and the rules are if the ropes hold a guy up, it's considered a knockdown. The referee kind of missed that in Ugas's favor. However, it doesn't change the fight. Like, the fight still ends the way it does. doesn't matter. It would have just been extra points for Ugas. Um, but, yeah, Ugas, the good thing about Ugas, though, when he was fighting, it was so it was, ended up being his right eye. And he's, he's a right-hander, so his right eye was the one that was swollen. So his lead eye was still good. So I thought going into the 6th, 7th, 8th round, I was like, you know what? His right eye is pretty swollen, but his lead eye is his left eye. I was right. like, I thought he was going to be okay. I thought he could have kept going. To be fair, he wanted to keep going. He never once, sure. once acted like he didn't want to keep going. So the 6th round, he had a really good round. 7th round came out. Um, it started to kind of start turning even more and more in favor of Earl Spence. And then the eighth round came, and I think the doctor actually jumped in in the eighth round. The referee actually pulled him aside mm-hmm. and let the doctor mid-round, let the doctor look at Earl, um, look at Ugas's eye, and it was bad. Ugas was trying to open his eye, and it was just like, it was just close. Yeah. Like he literally, his other eye was like really far open, and he was just like, opened it as much as he could, but he was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And kept telling the, the, the doctor, I'm good, I'm good. And the doctor was like, I don't really think you're good, yeah. but I'm going to give you a chance. And it was the eighth round, and he let him go. And then he finishes the eighth round. He goes back to the corner. They do some work on it. The ninth round comes out, and you can just see Ugas. He, he just he wasn't the same after that all. He, he was more on the no, defensive. No. He was in a shell. He wasn't doing anything. The, the When you look at the shots landed, uh, the first few rounds, it was, it was pretty balanced, I would say, between the two. It was competitive at that and point. And then it got lopsided. It went, Once Ugas had to go in defense mode, the, the numbers are, just look lopsided. When you look at the final uh, copy stat numbers, it's just wildly in the swing of Errol Spence, which which kind of puts together that whole storyline of, ooh, yes, it's setting it up for such a big fight. But we don't want to discredit Ugas because if that if that orbital bone fracture, whatever it was specifically, didn't happen, it could be a it, this this could have gone the whole way. This could have gone to a decision. Um, I know so. In pure honesty, I did have another bet in. I put a little bet in on Ugas for a decision victory. Yeah. Just to hedge myself a little bit. It was, but it was the like, odds were really good. But you know me. I did a little pieces. Yeah. I, I think I threw like 20 bucks at it. It's, it wasn't it's the, anything. It's the financial advisor in you. You're just playing the numbers game at that point. I hedged myself, but ultimately I made money, so I'm happy. Uh, um, so I would say the fight itself, even though Spence was, was probably fairly winning before the, fr- the fracture or whatever the injury was. He was, he was winning. It still was a, a pretty solid outing between the a, two of it them. It was. It was a spirited fight. It yeah. wasn't a one-sided fight, and that's right. what we don't – we don't like the one-sided fights, and it wasn't. It was very competitive. Ugas, I think every round, he was still in the fight. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when Ugas was jabbing and moving, jabbing up, jabbing down and moving in that first couple of rounds, he did, he did phenomenal. But he started staying right in front of Earl Spence, and he just – he can punch. Spence can punch yeah. up, down, up, down. Of course. And like just start wearing on him. So that's the thing though. The orbital bone, it doesn't really he he fractured it, but Spence fractured that. So it doesn't matter that it was a fracture. Obviously, Spence caused that damage. Yes. So that's why everybody you can't and, and Ugas, by the by the way, has not made one excuse. He's like, he goes, he beat me. Yeah. Period. He goes, yeah, yeah. fracture my orbital bone. I wasn't the same after that. He goes, but he beat me. Yeah. Period. That's the point of boxing. It's who can do as much damage as the other person. That means sometimes hurting people, and Spence hurt him more, damaged him, broke his orbital bone, changed the fight. That just shows you how big of a puncher that uh, Spence is. Yep. Even though he didn't knock him out, but he's that puncher that can just punch on you for 10, 11, 12 rounds. Who can take that? 28 people have tried. It's 
28 people have failed when Earl Spence pounds them like that. Yeah. Uh, he needed a victory like that, at the very least, mm-hmm. a stoppage mm-hmm. of some sort mm-hmm. for the conversation to continue to what could be the next uh, uh, fight coming up for him, which is against Terrence Crawford. Hopefully. Yep. He needed that kind of a victory. He did. Uh, and the irony being that, you know, basically won it TKO with the eye injury of his opponent off of him coming off a couple of years ago. Eye injury... Detect- Detached retina. Yep. So, so, so great for him, Errol Spence. He made a statement, and, and a great statement he did. And, and I think the statement victory over your Dennis Ugas made a lot of sense. So why I say fallout is this weekend, Trav. Once he wins, you start seeing a lot of people start throwing their name, throwing their name in the hat. So, ta- so talk to me about that a little bit. We all know everyone wants to see Terrence Crawford. Yep. But th- throw the other names being thrown out. Talk to me through some of that. Yeah, I mean, of course, everyone's to throw, the, throw their hat in that ring because Earl Spence is a, is a moneymaker right now. He, he's the cash cow of the 147-pound division because now he owns three of the four major belts, period. He owns three of the four major belts. So to, essentially, he's the man right now, period. Even though Terrence Crawford, in a lot of rankings, like the BoxRec ranking, Terrence Crawford is still ranked one, Errol Spence is two in their official rankings as well. Their rankings don't really matter on the big-time scene, but they matter a little bit still. But Terrence Crawford's also a world champion. But right now, everybody's trying to fight Errol Spence. Uh, Virgil Ortiz with Oscar De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people that want to fight Earl. Why wouldn't you? The guy has three belts. If you ever get a chance to fight for three belts, you take it. You even take less money to yeah. attempt to – because that's history. Most people never unify titles. And when you own more than one title, you're considered a unified champion. Well, Spence has three. Yep. So guess what? The only fight that I care to even talk about that needs to happen is the guy who owns the fourth belt. There's only four belts that matter in all of boxing. And guess who owns the other one? Terrence Crawford. And a it, guy who is now a free agent. And it's interesting because it's very telling with both of those boxers, both Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford, within moments, maybe an hour, minutes of that victory, minutes. they both were starting it up. Yep. So that tells you where Errol Spence's focus is. That tells you where Terrence Crawford's focus is. Who cares about Virgil Ortiz? Who cares about these other type Nobody of fights? Cares. You know, At maybe this point. Oscar De La Hoya does, of course, because he wants to throw his name out there and try to get something going because his, his golden boy looks like a pussycat out there with Ryan Garcia. We don't want to talk about him right now. To be fair, though, Oscar De La Hoya did also say that he would broker the deal with Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence for free. He well, did say that first, actually. It ain't for free, because whatever it is, maybe he's, he wants uh, uh, cocaine money, like, cocaine, <laughs> like poundage of cocaine. So and Maybe he's trying to lure uh, Crawford over to sign, because Crawford hasn't signed with anybody since yeah. leaving top rank. So maybe he's trying to, hey, I'll do it for free for now, but I know that you're going to win. By the way, I still stick with my prediction. I made it a year or two ago on our episodes. If they ever fought, I still think Crawford beats Errol Spence. I think that would be the going favorite pick right now. Probably decision victory. Crawford, Errol Spence. If the fight was to happen and they're both healthy tomorrow, I would think that's probably the outcome. Right? So we'll see. But that's what the fans want. Errol Spence is 28-0. Terrence Crawford is Mm 38-0. Errol owns three of the belts. Mm -hmm. Crawford owns one of the belts for the top four major belts in the world. And they're both Americans, by the way. 
No offense. But um, <laughs> we have a guest in the studio, so that's why Weekend Trav makes a little comment and looks off from the camera. But, but so the, it should happen. It's the welterweights. This fight would be probably one of the biggest welterweight fights that we've seen in a really long time. I mean, this is we're, we're going all the way back to like Hagler Hearns, yeah. Sugar Leonard, all of those guys, Leonard, all those 147 pound welterweights, and then up those guys. This is about where we're at. Those two guys, I think Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford, are one of the only welterweights right now, at least, that I feel like could compete against some of the throwbacks. I'm you not want, saying beat, but compete. You want a prediction? End of the year bash. We're going to round out this solid year boxing, and that is the capper on it. At yep. the end of the year, maybe it's the last week, maybe it's between Christmas and New Year's, maybe it is on New Year's. I don't know. I don't know what day that is on the, of the week. That is it. Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford. That will sell. That's going to be 100%. a solid, solid matchup. I don't Earl care Spence about these sells out. He sells arenas. They, they, had this, they had this fight at the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys yeah. Stadium, plus it was pay-per-view. The guy yeah. sells. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Crawford, so far, being promoted by Bob Arum, he doesn't sell. But also, I think that was because of his promoter. Sorry, Bob. Bob, you've given us a lot of fights. You've given us a lot of fighters. You've given us a lot of greats, a lot of Hall of Famers. But you failed Terrence Crawford, in my opinion, yeah. on promoting him because he is, in my opinion, has been, he's the best in the world. He was the the Ring Magazine, which is the most coveted title because there's no belt or sanctioning body. That's just people, experts vote on that. And Terrence Crawford was the number one pound for pound fighter in the world for a good amount of time until he was inactive. And then Canelo took it over. And I was a big time Crawford fan. You know that on the show I was. Absolutely. But I also said no. Canelo is the number one pound Absolutely. for pound now because of his activity, because of how he's beating people, and because of who he is and what he's doing, and he's doing great. So definitely a lot of fun stuff coming up in that weight division, but we want to move on, Weekend Trav. We can talk about those two for quite a while, and we're going to. As the year progresses, we're going to talk about both Terrence Crawford, both Errol Spence, both, I keep saying both, uh, Canelo Alvarez, which fights on, on you know, Cinco de Mayo either that day or that weekend. Yeah, he fights on his own. So, Against you, Bivol. But what we want to talk about now, we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we're going to talk heavyweight bout in England, in Wembley, Tyson Fury, Dillian White. The Gypsy King! Let's talk about that. That's coming this Saturday. This Saturday, April 23rd. Don't you feel like it kind of snuck up on us? It really did. Now, folks, keep in mind, that's in England, so that these fights are going to be earlier in the day. Okay, the, I think the main card starts at 11. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe the full card starts at 11. But you can probably see these guys in the ring 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, something like that, on Saturday. That's DAZN, correct? Yep. yep. So that'll be on DAZN. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 it's Tyson not. Tyson Fury fight is uh, That's right. it's, uh, ESPN+. Plus. That's right, ESPN+, Plus pay-per-view. That's right, yep. So keep that in mind. If you were looking that to check correct. this fight out, don't fl- don't flip on ESPN+, Plus around 11 o'clock at night. You're going to be watching a replay. It might be discounted. Yes, remember, because England is, what, five, six hours ahead of us. Know. I think it's five or six. I forget. I don't know. Either Something. way, Tyson Fury, Dillian White. Five hours. They're five, five hours. hours. So thank you. We've been told our fact checker that's here in the building. We now have a fact this checker. This is the big thing. We're, we're now, big we're, time. We're, up, we're big time right now. Big I'm time. just saying. Dietrich is our fact checker for at least a week or two. We don't know. So, But he is, he's... He's told us already. He's checked. He's on his computer. He's like doing these stats right now. He told we're us. We're buying like, time right he now. Said England is five hours ahead. So we can Trav. Yes, sir. Let's talk Fury White. Fury Dillian White. Can I can I reiterate my fun stat about Dillian White? <laughs> yes. Dillian White became a father mm-hmm. at 13 years old. He fathered a child at 13 years old. But everybody asks me this. They're like, well, how old was the mother? I don't know that. And I can't find it anywhere. 
But I do know for a fact he's like the twenty-something in the in the world youngest fathers. Whenever you say it's a for, fun fact, you can't say for a fact and say something. Well, it's I know it's in the twenty. It's like twenty-third or twenty-fourth. Okay, it's something like that. It's, so, but I don't want to. I don't want the fact checkers to come out and tell me like, oh my god, you said an exact number. You're wrong. But I do know it's in the twenties. Okay. But I just have been drinking. A little too much bourbon, probably. Okay. So I've it slipped my mind the exact number. Which we are finishing up finally this Woodson Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, we've given our rankings in a prior episode, so we're not going to do that today. Uh, but it is very delicious. We like it, and we're, folks, look at we're almost out, really. Yeah. So, oh, we're four hours. We're four, 13, thirteen. Thirteen hours difference. He was thirteen years old. He was oh, yeah, yeah. thirteen I, years old. I told old. you I was right on that one. I had, I had that one. I see a number being Fact thrown checker up. Sells My earpiece wasn't working. Uh, yeah, so, we, uh, anyway, so we're drinking this Woodson Bourbon. It'll be gone by the end of the episode, and we'll move on to something for new. That's for sure. The new thing. New thing here at Wayne and with Travis Hartman. We do like to drink bourbon because we're the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym, specifically in the second floor of a boxing gym, shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is Tuesday. Mm -hmm. In the world. In the world. But also, we do have a new thing that we've decided that weighing it, we're going to have this special thing. It's called Wednesdays, weighing in with Travis Hartman. We are going to start dropping our podcast episodes on Wednesdays. All that really means is that we're just going to drop the podcast on Wednesday. Exactly. That's There's exactly no like, special tag on Wednesdays with Wayne in. Or I mean, this any. is true. But you can start looking out for us on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Maybe this one. I don't we're, know. We're hoping. Because this is a Tuesday. We're that, Tuesday night we're talking Tuesday right night, now. And we're probably going to drink a little bit of our Woodson's. There's not a lot left. You know, but you know, we have some more bourbon from past episodes. But Woodson's bourbon whiskey... It's made out of wine barrels, by the way, and he also makes a wine too. So let's go back to okay, the heavyweight let's get, let's fight. Get to boxing. The uh, the father at the age of thirteen, whose son is now he must be his son must be what thirteen as well now, or 30, maybe I don't know how old how old is Dillian White thirty. Uh, yeah, that's a good question, actually. You know so what? Seventy. I don't. Give me two seconds, and I'll tell you. I but, don't want to give you but, two seconds. But, I want to talk about this fight, and that's what okay. people want to hear. All right, this fight is going to be a good fight, and it's going to happen this weekend, and it's going to be against Dillian White. He's and, killing time. And Dillian White right. is the 13th. Oh, he's 13 nope. years old. <laughs> okay, hold on. He's 30 years. No, wait. No, no. 34, 34 years. 34. Good Lord. His kid's 21? Man. Or well, he could be 20, 21, Maybe whatever. his kid's fighting. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Um, this is insane to me. Like, it blows my mind. Because I've said this at before. By the way, I have to give shout out to the, same, the guy who told me this, who's also from England. His name is Dave Schroeder. He's the one that informed me of this. I'm a boxing aficionado, mm. I like to think. I have a lot of weird facts. And I did not know this one. And this guy, no, Travis, it is. So I started Googling it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's true. Well, okay. So we're going to so talk. So Dave Schroeder, thank you. So but we're going to talk about the, the actual right. fight. Tyson Fury, Dillian White, because we're doing more promo work than either of these guys are doing for the fight. But Dillian White is doing none. None. But you know what? When you're Tyson Fury, you don't have to. to. He sold like 90,000 seats in like six hours to Wembley. Well, this is my my fabled King of England matchup that was supposed to happen between him and Anthony Joshua, which obviously that didn't happen. And and in retrospect, it's a good thing it didn't happen because Anthony Joshua is not very good at boxing. (laughs) Well, he he was was a world champion. He's not very good. Okay, he just isn't compared. Let's to... let's be honest, people. <laughs> when you look at the when you look at the top heavyweights in the world, is he going to be in that? Of course, can he, he hold his own so. in the ring? But when you look at him against a world class heavyweight boxing uh, uh, champ or, or a fighter, 
He just doesn't have the skill. I mean, he, he did, looks good. He, he did looks just great. lose to a cruiserweight and now yes. heavyweight Usyk, and they're about to rematch. Body want his. But wait, though, will you reserve that if he beats Usyk in the rematch? Usyk to me is a little preoccupied with everything else going on geopolitically. So no, I will not. Because I, from what I've seen of his actual, but they're not fighting till July. But what I've seen from it, that's still that's just around the corner. What I've seen Won't from Russia Anthony have taken Josh, them over by then. Uh, they, I think they're just going to settle on like a little bit of the east. Okay. At least I've seen. Who knows? We don't know. We I don't, don't know. know. Uh, we know nothing here, though. Our media seem to think they know everything, but we know nothing. This is true. What a, what a digression. Remember my last episode? I said that the, we started off, and I go, you know what I do know is nothing. I don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one thing I know is that when I know nothing. When it comes nothing. to that, that's for a fact. Yeah, fact Can you fact check that? Do we not know nothing? That I'm thinking something of, like that. That's not even proper grammar. Okay, so Anthony that's Joshua. I don't know why we're talking about Anthony Joshua. That's not even in my notes. But he should. But we should because he should have been in the division. And you were talking about him because Tyson Fury was going to fight him for the mega fight, and then for the King of England. I, I dub it the King of England. Well, that's not the. This, it's going to be the mega ball. This is now it's the, the mega ball. This is now the King of England fight. Really? I mean, really? but yeah, it shouldn't be because Dillian White lost Anthony Joshua. Exactly. But Dillian White beat Anthony Joshua in the amateurs. Wow. When they were probably like 13 by the time he, he was a father. So he had to fight a well, little extra hard. And, and <laughs> I mean, he had a lot of pressure on him. He did. He was like, I'm supporting a family at 30. Can you imagine that? I became a father at 38. If I became a father at 13, there's a whole different, there's a whole different outlook on life. I know. I know. What was I doing Holy at 13? How, what grade are you in at 13? Let's see. You're oh eighth or ninth grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. yeah my eighth, son, yeah. probably eighth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My son's 13, and he's eighth going into ninth, and he, actually go. he turns 14 this week. Um, so eighth grade. Eighth Insane. Grade. Wow. You're you're now supporting it. What? Huh. No way he supported the I show. I knocked my wife up in eighth grade. I like, knew her in eighth grade. I knew her in sixth grade. I mean, I, I mean, have a lot of questions to answer. You could, I didn't know you could. At 13. Well, he's a prime athlete. He's a, he's a professional athlete with professional swimmers in there. Well, now that we've digressed so much. That so much. We're back to the fight. And you were talking about. We're the Dylan only ones White. marketing for this thing. Yes. Oh, there you go. We, we're back on track. Yeah. Okay, you got us. You always bring us back around. You do. I try. You, you, have, you have a talent. In I that. have a skill set. So, Dillian White, Tyson Fury. It's, but to be fair, it is a dangerous fight still. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said this from the get-go. I don't think it's an easy fight for Tyson Fury. I do think Ty- if Tyson, if the Tyson Fury that we know shows up, the Tyson Fury that showed up versus Deontay Wilder, all three of those fights, if that Tyson Fury shows up, oh, that's bad for he annihilates yeah, that's bad Dylan for White. White. He probably stops him in yeah. six rounds. But there hasn't been a lot of hype about Dillian White, so I don't know if Tyson Fury is still training with that type of intensity. He's an ultimate professional. He is, but. There's I know no emotion. This. There's not, and that's tough. Yeah. The only emotion that you can see is him claiming over and over again that this is a retirement fight, mm. which we don't believe. He said that multiple times. It's almost as if he's trying to create emotion for himself in order to get Maybe. really going in this thing because, I mean, we're going to see it. We're going to watch it. But are we interested? I'm not, I'm not super interested in the fight at this point. I mean, yeah, I am. Just because this Tyson Fury is just... That guy intrigues the crap out of me. Because you know what he does? And people are going to probably kill me for saying this, but he reminds me a lot of Ali. He invokes a oh, lot sure. of emotion out of people. Sure. That's the meaning that I mean. The, the the footwork, the everything. Tyson Fury is a very good boxer, too. That's the thing. He's six foot nine. Yes. He's, he moves like... He does move like but Ali, But his actually. opponent is one that... 
it seems like he just doesn't care about those antics. It doesn't really – he's not being goaded into anything. So, so, But maybe that's their purpose. Maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe Dylan White was like, I don't want to give him any extra – Oh, yeah, I bet. I like, bet that's part of it. Firepower. I'm sure that's I'm part of it. do anything. But it just creates – it just – the fight's kind of flat at this point. Yeah. Well, well, the reason why we're talking about that is because Dylan White decided as part of this build-up to this fight, it wasn't in his contract. He said he wasn't getting paid enough money. So he goes, I am not going to promote this fight. And you know what? He can do whatever he wants because – Tyson Fury already with the name promoted the fight. Sure. They sold the tickets based on Tyson Fury, not Dillian White. So it's not really that big of a deal. But if it comes back in favor of him just taking that extra edge from Tyson Fury and making Tyson Fury not train as hard because they're not hey, having those face to face. Exactly. It could work. Exactly. We don't know. And, and it could. And and today's Tuesday, so you have some media stuff going on between now and Saturday anyways. You got the weigh-in, you know, obviously on Friday. So it could be interesting from this point forward, but but that by but tonight while we're filming, so far, there hasn't really been a lot. No. So I I, I don't know what else to say about the fight. I, I think that everybody should still tune in because there could be some weird fireworks because we haven't seen anything. And one thing is going to happen for sure is the weigh-ins happen on Friday. Right. No matter what. Friday, it'll be Friday morning in American for time. Us, yeah. So Friday afternoon probably. Friday afternoon, Friday morning, Friday late morning afternoon is when the weigh-ins will happen. Dillian White has to show up to that. So we could see some fireworks yeah. there. But I think 100% still Saturday, you're going to have to tune in this Saturday. I – Highly, highly recommend tuning in because what have I predicted since April 1st? I said the month of April will be the best month of boxing all year. I stand by it because the Errol Spence-Ugas fight Mm -hmm. absolutely delivered. Yeah, The first weekend of April, which showed so many fights and your favorites, um, Oscar De Hoyo's Golden Boy. Oh, Ryan Garcia. Eh? Ryan Garcia wasn't necessarily. Just He's my him, favorite soap model. But he, that night of fights, delivered. That bastard. He knows how to model the hell out of a soap. Dude, this kid knows how to sell social media. What? Why just don't get it? Like, like who, who is he selling to? I know social media. It's who's, a different who's social age. Media? We're like who's it's social such, media. He's who's got like that? 14 million followers on. Who's Instagram. on there buying that soap? No one's buying that yeah, soap. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I have some little it. girls that are cheering for him. You they're not what? buying soap. Maybe we need to buy that soap and test it out Ooh. on weighing in with Travis Hartman hmm. on a Wednesday. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, it, we would be filming still on a Sunday or a Monday and dropping on a Wednesday. Drop it like it's hot on drop, a Wednesday. Drop it like something. So, okay, that's a heavyweight fight. That's coming up this Saturday, April 23rd, Wednesday. I'm Stadium. predicting a Tyson Fury win. Well, let's do that in a different video drop. I Full mean, no, on I'm prediction not, no, on Friday. Full on prediction for, well, listen, I think we're all going to be on the Tyson Fury camp on this victory, but I want more of a specific how he does it. That'll come to you all Friday, okay? I'm on air saying that, so that means you're committed to Son doing it. Son of a beasting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I try. Folks, as the producer, I try to get content. I try to do these things. Hey, but this man's fair, busy. This fair, man's he busy. He's messaging me. Hey, drop a video. Drop a video. Drop an interview. Do this, Travis. And I, to be fair, I see them, and I'm trying. Th- this man is busy. I get it. He's wildly so are busy. You. I'm, I am too. But once I get something that I could edit... I drop everything. You know what? I'm actually flying to Atlanta at 7 a.m. on Friday. Good Lord. But when I land, maybe, I'll maybe, do it. I'm going to do it for Thursday. Atlanta. Do it Thursday. Oh, that's and me. It'll drop for you all on Friday. Thursday night. We'll do it. You know, I'll come up here in the podcast studio, mm-hmm. and I will record an episode. Okay. Not an episode. A video. A video. Of a Tyson Fury mm-hmm. prediction. 
I can do it. I can do it. E- Dillian White, 13 years old. Fact checker, is that correct? 13 years old? Okay, 13. Okay, there you yes, go. He said 13, so we know this for 13. a fact. 13. Wow. Dillian and White was is, 13. Or his, his firstborn kid is 21. He's literally two, he, his, his kid can literally drink alcohol and celebrate with Dillian White after he beats Tyson Fury. Yeah. If he wanted to. If he wanted to. If he be yeah, I don't even know if they have a relationship anymore. We should try to find that out. That's actually true. Too. I actually feel bad about that if he, if they true. don't. That's actually at this true. point, they're old enough where they could be friends. First of all, they should be best friends at this point. They probably do the same yeah. stuff. They're part of the same generation. Yeah, exactly. Literally, exactly. Like generation. I'm looking uh, at this though too. Dillian White he, was actually born in Jamaica. Oh, so he's not. I thought he was. Uh, but he, but he's like. I think he was raised in the United Kingdom though, yeah. because he his residence is Brixton, London, United Kingdom. So oh, okay. I believe I've I've always known him to be from London. So well, it's just like I'm not a Floridian. I, well, I am, but no, I wasn't. I wasn't born here. Oh, you weren't. No. Where were you born from? Where were you born? I did not know that. Uh, Tennessee. No. One of the two worst places in this country that you can be born. New York. Nope. The other California. One. Yep. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. That's the two I knew. Yeah. Well, I'm not a Floridian either, but everybody knows that. Well, true. Obviously. True. I moved here when I was six, so I'm a Floridian. You're I've a Floridian. lived in this central Florida area since I was six, almost seven years old. I've lived in Florida now. I didn't realize that for like nine or 10 years, which is how much I've known you. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I think I'm practically a Floridian. Practically. Yeah. Practically. But I, say pra- I mean, look at the garb. You got the outfit. You got the weekend travel. Is that a new one? It's one of the. That's a throwback. It's a throwback. But from like. Season like one early, like top oh, wow. ten probably. When did we start doing that, or when did you start doing that? I should say about then. I forgot because shades. it is one of my first ones. I forgot shades. I forgot sunglasses. I was trying to do that. Mm. I got but it's nothing. so dark in here now, though. So you. That's why shades I need the shades. Darker. <laughs> That's. I got, but you can't see because I'm sitting down. But I also have the matching pants as well. Shorts, not pants. Shorts because we're in Florida. So okay. In summer. All right. Let me I, get. I would stand up, but it's tight quarters and. Let me let me wrap up the actual detail and the meat of this, okay. and then we can go on the weird stuff that we talk about. So I don't like it. I said wrap up meat, but okay. we're going wrap up meat. <laughs> Heavyweight fight: Tyson Fury, Dillian White. That's going to be April twenty third, this Saturday, Wembley Stadium in the UK. ESPN Plus pay per view. Keep in mind that's going to be earlier in the day for the US watchers. The, the card starts at 11, or the, the main card starts at 11, so you're going to probably I'm see I'm guessing this. the main event's like 3, You probably see four. 3 or 4 o'clock, but tune into the whole thing. Why not? Why yeah. not? Just I, tune into the whole thing. I don't know what the undercard fight is. Are, a, is Tommy fighting on that? Oh, you know. That's I think a, he is. You know what? Good question, actually. You you just... The like, only reason any of us know Tommy Fury is because of Jake Paul. This is very true, actually, too. And if you watch any kind of like um, reality TV shows... He's on there as well. Tommy Fury is. Like a UK reality show? Yeah, he did like a... I can't remember what it was. Was it like... Uh, there's, I wish I was with the younger generation I could tell you this, but he was on like... There's some popular TV show like with a like brother dating or something? and something. Oh, no. It's not Big Brother, but it's like a version of them. I can't... It's like, already, it was some I already dating lost show, interest. But he was already... He was on that. I already lost interest. He's a um, good-looking, handsome dude, but... All right, so I've already oh, ta- I've already talked about wrapping up meat. You're talking about handsome dudes. Okay, I'm, wait, I'm looking. Okay. okay, we have the undercard is I don't know any of these people, so please forgive me. And Tommy's not on it. We have oh. Isaac Lowe versus Nick Ball, Anthony I can't pronounce his name against Jonathan Romero. No, but oh, oh wait, yes he is. Tommy so. Fury is fighting Daniel Bozinowski, who is ten and one in a six round fight. At light heavy. In the sixth round? Yeah, let's see this guy. But he lost his last fight, and he got TKO'd in the fifth round, this this uh, Tommy Fury's opponent. So it's not looking like... Tom, but you know what? It'll be his toughest 
toughest fight to date. Okay. That's enough airtime for can, can, Tommy can, Fury. Can Jake Paul and Tommy Fury fight? Because I would watch that. I would I, watch it just to say I did. It's like, it's like but those, I'm still not interested in it. It's like a train wreck and you, you drive by a train I said wreck this month. We can travel. I said this months ago. After Tommy Fury's, late, Tommy Fury's latest display in the ring, I am not interested in that fight whatsoever. Yeah, he, he laid an egg, dude. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, this this might be the ultimate egg breaking uh, for his fight. That's enough airtime for Tommy Fury. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's this weekend, folks. Uh, weekend trap. Yes, sir. Let's let's move on to the non-boxing chatter. Oh, yeah. What's up? Shall we? What do we got? I don't know. I don't really have anything. I mean, what's going on? You know, I do have something. Oh, boy. I'm flying on Friday. Okay. And I was hoping uh, and praying for this. I, re- I genuinely was. I should be praying for other stuff like, you know, whatever. You pray for a multitude of things. I, w- I have been. So that's one thing. I have been. But the mask mandate from a Florida judge, by the way, in Tampa, a Florida judge who's like 33 years old, 34-year-old woman, fact checker, I don't know, but 33, 34-year-old woman from Tampa, federal judge who, by the way, was appointed by Trump at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. He rammed her through and got her appointed. But anyway, she's the one that ruled on it because there was a there was a class action lawsuit brought together. I forget who the group was that brought it together. But anyway, she ruled on it and she ruled that the CDC and the government were overreaching blah blah blah. Masks should not have to be worn in public transportation, airplanes, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? All of the airlines, they were finally, quick. they were quick because they were pleading um, with the government Alaska already. Alaska Air, and I can't remember the other one. They were the first United. to the game. I think it was United. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember which Southwest one. Southwest has now done it. Yes, Everybody's jumping They all have. And, and so TSA came and said they're not going to enforce it anymore. They, they waited. Uh, the airlines waited to see if there would be any pushback to that ruling before jumping on that train. They wanted it gone, too. The, 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 Everybody the, did. The flight attendants, everyone that works on these planes, they wanted it gone as well. Democrat or Republican, Because they've had matter. a deal with some... Listen, if you want to wear that thing, you can still wear it. Go yeah. ahead. Knock yourself out. This is what I've said. If people are still so worried... Listen, if you've been vaccinated, that's fine. Wear a mask, that's fine. If you want to do all of those things, still do them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But also... If somebody doesn't want to do them, like let them let them be. Like stay away from them if you want to. Like yeah. who cares? Like you can. If if I walk through the airport with no mask on and people steer clear of me, guess what? That's awesome to me because I don't like being around a lot of people I've heard in people, a close environment. I've heard some people talking about when you're on a plane, and, and this is after the COVID stuff. You're on a plane, and so oh, when someone you could tell someone's coughing and hacking and this, i'm like it was gross before before Literally, covid it was disgusting you know i always thought i was gonna get sick on an airplane Dude, before covid i used to people were coughing sitting beside me i swear to god i would turn to the side and i would put my yes. shirt over my nose yes for about five ten someone sneezing and stuff on an airplane seconds, like, I, in, in public and, and I'm, i don't know i'm not like a germaphobe or anything but if i'm in a public place and this is before 2020 or was it 2019? 2020. 2020, yeah, yeah. Before 2020, if someone was sneezing in public, it's gross. I don't want to be around that person. I'm a low-key germaphobe. Low-key. Yeah, okay. Low-key. But I'm I not like, not I'm not like it... a Purell all the time kind of guy either. I actually don't like that stuff. But well, I do it... wash my hands a lot. Yeah, yeah. Do you like, get on, you gotta get on the fingernails too. You gotta... Dude, yeah. you're supposed to like, you're supposed to sing like the ABC. What were you doing there? That, listen, that's how you get in the corners of the finger. Because you like this. The corners of what? Your fingernails. I do this oh. and I do that in each one. When Dude, I was in high school, open your palm and just scratch it. No, in high school we did this thing. We had this nursing lady. I think it was to come in and gave us this like a uh, 
some kind of dirt, certain soap and then did like a light over us. And she was teaching how, you to do what? No. <laughs> to get the corners because the places that you miss, it showed on the black light. The places you missed were like right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, your yeah, nails. Absolutely. So yeah. that's why I did this motion, yeah. you sicko, not because of your sick thoughts. I'm not, no, no. <laughs> I'm just trying for the, for the watchers, not the listeners, because you could be listening to this on all the various sources, iHeartRadio, like Spotify. Spotify, iTunes. We have the audio format of this going out there on the podcast. But for the video watchers, I was trying to give a little play-by-play action as to what you are doing with your hands. You gave a lot play-by-play. Hmm. But I was also doing a twisting Twisting For the motion. Audio. Tell him. With so the index finger. He was sticking a finger. I made a circle. Yep. Hey, right, look. See that? Yeah, but yep, do it for got the, you. Do it for the audio folks. So the audio folks, I was sticking my index finger into a little hole in my. He made a fist finger, with the other hand. And I twisted. And he was twisting. But around. that is proper way to wash your hands. Because you do it a finger at a time. Cra- yeah, I actually do like this. No, I'm not exaggerating. Then I really, how do you get really all, do. So you, you mentioned... No, like, so so wait. So that wasn't all of it. Okay. You just was wow, like we're throwing here. me under the bus. No, no, no. For my, I'm, I'm trying to uh, um, dig in and get more research. Dig done. in, literally. Dig in. So twist, twist, twist. each finger. So yeah. 10 twists. 10 twists. Thumb has to do too, right? Okay. And then you go in like this, but also... You have to take it individually, like this, uh-huh. like this, between each one. It does. It takes a little time. But also, listen, I deal with a lot of people in the gym. I know gym. you do. Yes. So I'm touching stuff all the time. Boxing so after every lesson, and I train a lot yeah. of kids, and to be fair, love my younger kids, but if you're a teacher and you teach like elementary school, mm-hmm. they're, they'll tell you, they're like, kids are the most disgusting little kids. See, I'm a, they I, are. I, I get it. I'm a track guy, so we just run, really. I, I make them That's run. Good. So you're we outdoors. don't have to touch stuff. You're outdoors, so you're, you're so Unless good. everyone's shot or disc, and then we touch implements. But when I'm at the gym myself... I actually enjoy it. I, I, I like when I see the, like the bars and, and when you look at the, the bars that have kind of the etchings uh-huh. and it's kind of like kind of grimy looking, that's all the, the skin. You like grabbing that? The skin ripped you off would. of people because you're stealing their energy. You're taking their energy that they've left behind. Weekend Trav is throwing up. Yeah. Be money. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, anyway, so Weekend Trav. Um, that's disgusting. It is. But I don't – so, you know, I'm a germaphobe, but you're going to – most people are gonna think I'm crazy, but I don't think I'm not a big fan of like the Purell and all of those mm-hmm. things. I'm a big fan of soap. Now, now you soap. Now I do clean the stuff after I use it. Okay, my point was is that if somebody else hasn't like cleaned the bars, they need to clean the mats. That's gross. But like the dumbbells and stuff, I don't care. I feel like I'm feeding off their energy. But I clean what I use because I don't want someone to take my energy. Oh. Not because of cleanliness so or like health standard. Yeah, absolutely. Strength. I'm, like, there's a lot of, this. I'm like an onion weekend, Trav. Peel back a lot of layers here. There's mm-hmm. a lot, a lot going on. And you make me cry. And I make you cry. <laughs> um, so that being said, weekend, Trav, any final thoughts before we wrap this episode up? I don't know. Fact checker, have we missed anything? We're good. He, fact checker says we're good. Bingo. So I don't know. We have to. We don't have to review facts at this point because one, we are a very honest mm-hmm. news outlet. Boxing news outlet. Yeah. We have not said any falsehoods, no, have we? Not really. No. But we've also said some opinions. So we give anything our opinions. that's we false should. was very opinionated. We're not here to just give facts. We give our opinions. That's the thing. That is the thing. We have to separate. That's the perfect segue into that. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about things that we have. We're opinionated. Yeah. We're not passing off as facts, but sometimes we do say facts. 
Sometimes we do. In, in our the, opinions, in order to tr- there is in some order facts. to prove our opinions. There you go. See? So, yeah. But for the most part, I have drank a lot of Woodson whiskey, bourbon, anyways. Yep. and I feel really good. Yep. And I think this episode's been really good. Yep. And I think boxing is going to be the best it's ever been this year in this month of April. And I swear, if anybody, listen, I, I hope, I hope, you know what? I forgot about this. Hold on. It is, hold on, what's today's date? It is he's April gonna, he's gonna do the month. 19th, he's gonna do the best month 2022, ever. and it was not a robbery. We're still talking about that. Josh right? Taylor was Jeez. not a robbery. That's not going to get any hits, buddy. <laughs> so stop. Just stop. They're, these people, they don't know what they've messed with. It's not a robbery. Okay, go ahead. The whole month of April, I'm going to do it. Just say it now, and I'll get to my piece. I and then did. we'll. I, and then I we'll, finished. I'm okay, done. you're done. done. Final I'm thoughts done. are over? Uh, no, that was not my final thought. <laughs> do you the final thought? Good Lord. I don't know if I have a final thought. Okay. Then so you're I'm going to need you to wrap this okay. up. Okay. Put so, a bow on so it. So what I will say is this. I wanted to give a shout out really quick to uh, my former track athlete, one of these, uh, he's now an adult, obviously, Mark Kalantis. He has this brand here, Mark Your Health. Uh, the shirts are really comfy, actually. M-Y-H. Mark Your Health. You can find him. We tag him on some stuff on Instagram and, and other things. So, comfy you know, shirt, for real. thank you so much. Uh, that's, a, that's a good material. Mark Kalantis doing good stuff. I appreciate golf the shirt, bro. Ins- golf instruction. He does uh, gym instruction, some things like that. He's a teacher as well. But he does some amazing things. And so just want to give him props. Once again, one of my former athletes uh, from when I, I coached him while he was in high school. But now he's a, he's a grown-ass man. I, I feel like – but I also feel like that I'm, I, old. I'm leaving something out because – B Money has so many talents, but yeah, B Money has yeah, recently yeah. become a registered Ooh. USA Boxing amateur coach. Not officially. I still have a, a, a training thing I have to do. He's got. He, he passed the background check. Now he has to do a safe sport. That's which the, if that's anybody the, is around that does any sports, they the know part, you have to do that. Hard part is getting he's through gonna, that background check. He, he's going to pass the safe sport too. He's good. So that's what I'm giving to him. USA Boxing Certified Safe Sport. This man is the man. I've been a USA Track and Field Level 1 Certified Coach for a long time. I've there coached you youth sports forever. I've been uh, but now you're in the I've boxing coached championship realm. level track athletes. I know what I'm doing. Okay, so But boxing realm, I don't. I'm only, I'm only known for holding a spit cup and a stool. You're also a professional boxing second. Yeah, that's what I mean. Licensed that's what I did. in the state of Texas. Yep. I wasn't. I, we got to get you in Florida now. I was hoping that at one point you'd say, "Cut me, cut me, Mick, cut me, Mick." But that, that didn't come about. So, anyways, that's it. That's what my final thought was. Did you finally come up with your final thought? The the show's disintegrating as we speak, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, I think so. I think I don't, I don't know. Okay, that's what if a, something comes up? If something comes up, I can. If something comes up, I have to say. Our fact checker, our guest in studio, this is embarrassing. He's not even stopping. This is like, embarrassing. The fact checker so, is supposed to stop us, and he hasn't stopped us. So, well, so we're going, doing well. I'm going to close up episode 76. Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I'm put a bow on it. Okay. Thank you once again, media partners, IF Enterprises, Goldstream Financial, and TH Boxing. As always, we appreciate your media support. Uh, Weekend Trav. That's it for me. So I'm just going to do it. That there is. Weekend Traff. That there is B-Money. That there is Dietrich, our fact checker as well. Amen. God bless. Hallelujah. All right. God bless.